Late last month, the current US Surgeon General, Vivek Murthy, warned 13 is too young to join social media. He said it poses a risk to young people's self-worth and their relationships. Is 13 too young? And what should parents be worried about when it comes to their children and social media? Dr Catherine Jeffrey is a lecturer in media and communications at the University of Sydney, and she's with us now. Good evening, Catherine. Good evening. Well, what do you think? Is 13 too young? Let's start right there. Well, uh, my answer to this is, look, it depends. Unfortunately, there's never a, an easy answer to these questions. Um, it goes for screen time as well. How much screen time should I allow my child to have? Or what age should my child have a phone? Or what age should my child have at social media? There really is no one-size-fits-all approach. I understand there are a lot of concerns about social media and the internet. We hear a lot about it in the mass media, about studies which show an association between all sorts of negative effects and social media use and so on. So I certainly understand parents' um, concern and their hesitancy. Um, you know, I think we really need to be mindful of the benefits of social media as well and not let all of the um, sort of doom stories um, overshadow that um, and make us too anxious at parents. And we really do need to think through our own children and their own abilities and their level of maturity um, and whether or not we think they're ready and if they'll be able to use it to their own advantage. So do you think that the US Surgeon General's got it wrong to be concerned? Um, I, look, I wouldn't say he's got it wrong. I'm sure that there are some 13-year-olds who aren't ready for social media, but I think it's overly simplistic and pretty reductive to say these things are really damaging. We're damaging our children by letting by by letting them have these tools. Let's all band together, which is what he suggested, um, that parents band together in a sort of a, a united front and say no. But it's just not that easy. We do hear from a lot of you know, so-called parenting experts and online safety experts who say, just say no, step up and be a parent. You're the parent. You're not there to be their friend. But it, children, particularly older children, those in their adolescent or teenage years, are developing their autonomy and independence and social media is a way a fairly powerful way for them to do that and if you say to a 14 or 15 or 16 year old no you can't have it they a lot of them are going to go and get it anyway and they're not going to tell you about it and that's when it becomes a problem because if they encounter um, negative experiences through social media, they're not going to come to their parents and tell them about it or talk to them about it because they've broken the rules. So just like with all sorts of things, questions around sex and drugs and all sorts of things, you know, abstinence or saying just say no is um, often not the answer, unfortunately. It might work with younger children, but certainly as children are getting older and as they have their own phones and increasingly having their own devices um, for schoolwork, um, it becomes more difficult to avoid. 
Let's talk about the positives because I appreciate that you didn't get get straight into the negatives and that you have really, really measured it and identified that this is not a two-dimensional conversation and there isn't a simple answer. But what are the positives? Let's have a look at them. Well, look, it's a um, it's a fantastic way for young people to connect with their friends. We know that peer relationships are really important for young people. Social media provides um, another way, another form of media through which young people can maintain those relationships um, you know, outside of school. You know, when I was a teenager, I would come home and I would be on the phone for hours on end. Um, so young people are often doing that through social media and texting and messaging and so on. And that became very important, obviously, during COVID, of course, um, where we became much more reliant on digital media technologies to stay connected um, with friends, with extended family that we couldn't go and visit. And of course, for our schooling um, and entertainment and, and all sorts of reasons. So those social connections are really key. Um, young people are often finding ways to express um, their identities and um, Social media is another way to do that, and they might do that in, um, you know, creative ways. They can explore their creativity. It's a way of staying informed, although we do know, of course, that we're in an age where um, misinformation and disinformation is rife. Um, so that does also create some um, some uh, concerns that, that we do also need to address. Um, but, yeah, certainly knowing what's going on in the world. Young people can become civically engaged online through various um, movements and, and civic action. Um, and there was something else I was going to say, and it's escaped me. I'm sure it'll come, <laughs> it will come back That's to okay. me in a moment. I'm but in it's, um, yeah, yeah, go on. I'm interested in your thoughts, what you've been, what's existing in research uh, from your peers regarding online bullying, harassment, exposure to misinformation, etc., etc., and how guardians, parents can support young people in this space? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. There are risks involved um, in using social media and going on the internet. You've just touched on a couple there. Um, I might just start by addressing the issue of online bullying. We've heard a lot about this in the last few years. Um, and certainly it is um, an issue and it can be incredibly hurtful for young people um, to be harassed or bullied or, you know, often much more common, it's drama and exclusion. It might not meet that threshold of being um, online bullying, but it is nonetheless very hurtful for young people. Um, so that is certainly an issue. I think what we need to keep into perspective is the fact that bullying, particularly at school and amongst teens, is not a new problem. It has been around for a long time. Um, you know, I remember when I was at high school, you would show up to school and none of your friends would be talking to you and you never knew what you'd done. You know, everyone had just decided they weren't going to talk to you. That is now just happening on social media where people create chats or, or groups 
or we'll post photos of a party and then you realise that why am I not in that chat or why am I not at that party? So um, it is an issue. I think we just need to remember that social media provides another avenue for those sorts of negative peer interactions and drama and cyberbullying. It has not created a brand new problem. It's just a lot of the issues that exist in offline spaces then migrate online. And of course, we find that the various features and affordances of social media platforms then change the nature of that issue. So it, it does, it does um, raise some issues, but I think we just need to remember that this is an issue that's been around for a long time. Of course, it does mean when it's on social media that um, it, it's difficult to to escape it and and so on. Having said that, parents, where my research has focused on talking to parents, parents have said that, you know, in some ways, the fact that it is playing out online provides some benefits because parents can then actually see what's happening and can actually help their children work through these issues together. Um, so the role of parents is really important. I think parents should be um, aware of what their kids are doing online, but that doesn't mean monitoring or snooping or you know looking at absolutely everything they're doing. That involves having conversations, just knowing what's going on in your children's lives, um, because a lot of those issues will then also just um, play out in online spaces as well. How can parents and caregivers support children, young people, um, with regards to inappropriate content, grooming, privacy breaches, this sort of thing? What What's the latest? Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, issues around grooming and pornography um, go back a very long way um, and certainly concerns around adult content that is seen to be be sort of corruptible to young people, of course, goes back to television. So we were having debates about content when television was coming into people's homes and it led a whole body of research about the media media effects. What is the effect of this form of media on my child or on teenage girls or whatever? Um, so there is a fairly long research tradition of these um, media effects. Um, I think... Um, what a lot of the cyber safety education um, that kids are getting are addressing these issues. As I said, the issues of like pornography and grooming have actually been sort of as part of the cyber safety narrative and toolkit since the early 2000s. So you do find that young people these days, particularly teenagers, are pretty switched on to this. Um, you know, I've done some research with young people looking at how they respond to online risks or someone contacting them online. They're pretty pragmatic um, about it and they have strategies for managing that, like blocking people, ignoring them, reporting them and so on. Now, of course, we do hear about terrible stories of young people being groomed and I don't want to dismiss the risks at all because they, it is tragic um, when it happens, but it is pretty it is pretty rare. Um, and I think given the sort of education that kids are getting these days, and particularly if parents are starting those conversations with their children at a young age, young people are managing 
the issues around unwanted contact online fairly well. With the content, I mean, that does raise some different issues because we're not really just talking about pornography anymore. And a lot of parents, um, uh, uh, you know, sort of really come to the conclusion that their teenage kids have probably seen it anyway and um, that all they can really do is talk to their kids about the differences between reality and fantasy and so on. But, of course, we're now seeing all sorts of content online. We touched on misinformation earlier, um, but also fairly extreme views, um, you know, far-right extremism, hate speech. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Andrew Tate, someone who's been in the news quite a bit recently um, for espousing pretty sexist and very sexist and misogynistic views. And he has a very, very large audience amongst boys. So it's it's issues around that, I think, where it's um, it can be a bit more insidious because the effects can be more subtle. Exactly. Um, where... So, yeah, certain messages are kind of resonating with young boys and some of what Andrew Tate is saying, you know, is legitimate. But then amongst that, he has pretty um, pretty backward views when it comes to women. So, you know, I think it's, it's, it's those sorts of issues that parents need to be aware of and certainly parents that I've spoken to, uh, their concerns are not necessarily mirroring the main concerns that we're hearing about in the mass media around grooming and cyberbullying and so on, they're reporting things that are, uh, are less, um, you know, really um, in your face, obviously problematic and much more subtle. Things like the exclusion, um, the sexist, or the sexism or the misogyny or racist views, that sort of thing, which can really... Um, uh, be have can have a fairly powerful effect on young people absolutely Catherine thank you very much for your time tonight we'll leave it there we're just coming up to the news at the top of the hour but really appreciate your insights and your work it was my pleasure thanks for having me thank you very much that was Dr Catherine Jeffrey lecturer in media and communications at the University of Sydney is 13 too young to join social media I look forward to your thoughts on that the US Surgeon General Vivek Murthy definitely thinks so, but Catherine Jeffrey had some other thoughts.